0: Welcome to the Two Twenties Podcast, where your two best friends who are here to face the highs and lows of your twenties with you. I'm Abby, and I'm Charlie,
1: and we chat about all things from dating dilemmas to motherhood and everything else in between. So let's sit down, have a laugh, and enjoy this wild decade
0: together. Hi guys, welcome back. I'm in my old room, guys. Obviously, you guys probably can't see me. I'm in. I'm um, at my mum's house in my old room recording this because our internet broke at home and we've just been having the worst issues with internet for this podcast
1: that's all right that's all right we are going to sort it out anyway we, we love it i actually really enjoy editing i don't know if we told you guys but abby and i have SWAT roles she used to do the editing and i used to do sweet nothing um <laughs>
0: <laughs> she used to do this with media, but she was also raising a child.
1: Yes, I. but I really enjoy the editing. I love putting the little intro in and fading it in and out. And so, yeah, look, I am enjoying it. It's
0: done well. Like we've got an intro so let's catch up you were not on the pod last week so
1: we want to hear from you today
0: yes sorry guys we did start recording and got halfway through and my internet just decided to cut out so charlie absolutely nailed it i know you guys loved the episode she answered so many of your questions about the wedding i loved hearing about it i learned so much about it so all positive feedback there charlie's first solo episode so congratulations oh i was nervy i felt
1: like I was talking so fast because I was trying to overcompensate for the lack of not having you, but my dad actually listened to the episode. That's his first episode he listened to. So I was like, ah, feeling the pressure. Daddy-O's listened, but he was like, it's
0: all good. Loves it. You liked it? Yeah. Stunning. Um. Yeah. So I did, I just had the week off, kicked back. Charlie <laughs> did, took the break. <laughs> I been I've been really sick this past like two days and I know Charlie had, not COVID. You didn't have COVID. I'm I'm diagnosing myself with COVID last week. So you were really sick, mm. and I am like nauseous sick. But anyway, we're here. We're happy now. Charlie, can you please tell me your highlight of the week.
1: My highlight of the week. It was a struggle deciding this week because I had a really great few days. But my highlight is on the weekend we had Josh's footy game, and he they've been playing in England for basically a month so I hadn't been watching a game in person for a while and there was a massive turnout this weekend as well and it was the best it was the best day because just seeing the smile on his face doing what he loves the sport he loves and it really made me so so happy and it was absolutely the highlight of my week
0: that's so so nice I know um I know Tex also had a home game and watched that. I feel like, have you, is this the first game that you're able, that they had like in France for a while or? Oh, we've
1: been to, we've had plenty of our own games, but. They just had so many back-to-back games in England. They also won right at the end, so it was such an exciting game.
0: And, yeah, it was just a really, really nice afternoon. Oh, that's really nice. And I feel like now that the weather's better over there, everyone wants to get out and about and watch the footy and not sit in the freezing cold. Tell me your highlight. Um, my highlight actually involves you. Now, my highlight is Charlie and I were FaceTiming the other day, and i wasn't having the best day i just haven't had a great week not to be a negative nancy everyone but i just haven't had a great week charlie and i were on facetime and i was like so we're talking about how had a dream and i was telling charlie about my dream and then i obviously i'm going to europe and like charlie obviously lives over there and we've been trying to organize when we're going to see each other and how it's going to match up because charlie's also i don't know if you want to tell everyone what your europe plans are too because i know you're doing a little bit of traveling too which we can get into after this little highlight um and our schedules just haven't been aligning and i have been low-key being like okay am i gonna see this girl or not because i'm gonna be really upset if i'm not and when i'm in france she's in greece so it kind of like wasn't working out so i said to charlie i was like so like we need to like organize where we're going to see each other <laughs> and charlie was like okay it was going to be a surprise but you would think i'm a ship friend if it got to the end but i hadn't seen you but we have booked majorca when you're there me and josh and oh my god it's the best news i've ever gotten
1: yeah, I was going to message one of the girls that Abby's traveling with and be like, okay, what dates are you guys there? When, um, where are you staying? And then kind of surprise her when we're there. But I knew that this girl would be like, why are you judging me? I keep trying to align our dates and you just say you're
0: busy on every single occasion I'm putting effort in this friendship, and you're not. So I had to, I had to tell her, guys. Glad you did because Mallorca is like one of the last places I go to. So imagine me going to Europe for a month and being like, hey, Charlie, like you want to hang out? (laughs) You know what? It
1: really is so hard though because Josh is in his work life. You know, he has to be at training. He has games and, you know, we have Bambi as well and just not our usual family
0: support. And I feel like a lot of people, including me, before booking my trip thought that everything was kind of close like I feel like everyone has the perception that like you know it's all kind of close but where I am in France it's like six hours from where Charlie lives mm-hmm. and and I wasn't going to Paris so like it, yeah anyway it is hard but we're making it work and we are going to be dancing on the tables in Majorca together with Josh I can't wait for with the story Josh. times after our little Majorca stint I'm so excited what do you tell everyone what your kind of Europe plans are like what you're doing travel wise
1: yeah so we were actually going to go to Greece when you know we were trying to line but we've changed it to Mallorca. so we're going to Mallorca. we actually my parents are in town that weekend so Bambi is going to be minded we're actually staying at an adults only hotel and I told someone that and they were like wait what do you do at an adults only hotel it's just no kids guys okay don't get any ideas (laughs) And um, the reason is, obviously, it's just a nice hotel, but also Josh and I just find it so triggering when we see kids when we don't have Bambi with us. It makes us really sad and we just want to, like, fly home and be with her. So we feel like that we can really enjoy it um, and not really think about parenting and all that guilt that comes with it. I'm also taking the Bambi, the Bambi, I'm taking Bambi, (laughs) I'm taking the Bambi to London and that's where I'm meeting my parents. And, oh, my gosh, I'm just so excited for them to see
0: her. When's that? It's at some point in July. God. So they're staying – how long are they staying over in um, Europe for? They'll be travelling Europe for at least
1: four weeks. Um, so they're kind of coming in and out of Toulouse um, to spend time with us for, you know, a week and then go to Greece and then come back. But I'm just so, so grateful that they're coming, A, because – they're going to mind Bambi so we can duck off. And then B, I just am so excited to see them. I miss them so much.
0: God, it would be so nice. And your dad will, like, be loving that so
1: much. Your mum too. I swear all my mum does when she's with Bambi is just make her food. She's constantly making her food, giving her food. I'm like, that is such grandma vibes. I love it.
0: Oh, yeah. So we're, we're excited. We've got some travel plans. I literally leave in, like, 20 days. Like, Are you serious? Three, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It has come around
1: so quick. I'm starting to see people set off on their trip, and I was like, "Whoa,
0: that came around so quickly." I know, and just seeing everyone actually over there, I'm like, "Okay, this is real." I'm actually going, and I'm stressing about packing and stuff because well, I'm the worst overpacker in the whole world. So funny you say that. I listened to
1: just Just for Girls, and they were talking about um, packing for Europe and overpacking and i was like that is abby i need to have a stern word I, i'm i'm like sam and you're like izzy i need to have a stern word with you okay
0: maybe i should listen to it because i need some serious help in the packing department are you taking a pair of heels no but i don't wear heels you yeah, know me yeah yeah yeah
1: i um so you are got 23 kilos right
0: yes <laughs> i know there's, like I there is on. no way
1: you are going to pack 23
0: kilos you are at 30 35. i know but the thing is i purposely got a smaller suitcase from july so that i can't pack heaps of shit. yeah because my old suitcase is huge and like i always had room so i'm like oh I may as well just chuck this in and chuck that in but realistically We've got, to, I'm doing like, I'm doing photos of my outfits. I'm doing like, I'm doing packing cubes. I'm doing like, Organization Central. Who is this girl? I don't want to be underprepared. Like, I really don't. You know what? Packing
1: cubes are truly the way to go because. A, you can categorize and know exactly where things are, but they actually make you fit so much more in your suitcase.
0: Yeah, when Emerson, I was helping Emerson pack before she went because she's going for like 10 weeks, like she's over there right now and she had packing cubes and she was all sorted and like she had a full notes app of like all her outfits, like photos of them, like oh my God. I've seen people do this and it honestly brings so much
1: joy to my heart to see that.
0: How your love language to a D.
1: I need to show you the um Canva PDF I made when we went to Nice. I had like my outfits, Bambi outfits, like transparent backgrounds and all. We were there for three days. I'm like, it was so unnecessary.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Nice, I need your recommendations for Nice.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think because we when we went, it was quite overcast, so I feel like we didn't get the full south of france experience like i wanted to be on a day bed with a little cocktail but it was just quite overcast and it wasn't those sorts of vibes so we went to more like dinners um but i will i will give you my recommendations of the restaurants i'm, we went.
0: Definitely, down, I'm definitely down for dinners and stuff because we're there for a week we're staying in the same place for a week in nice
1: yeah wow that's a so- long t- i mean
0: i what do i know it's a long time for a Europe trip, but us girls decided that we want to, like, stay in the one place for, like, mm. a while in a country. So we're staying in Nice. We're basing ourselves out of there and we're hiring a car and we're going to go to, like, Saint-Tropez and Cannes and Monaco and all that from there. But I think it's just instead of, like, chaotically moving every yeah. three days.
1: You know what? That's actually a really, really good idea. I Like, it's the chopping and changing and travel that really is the hardest part. I think that's a good idea. Now, I need to talk to you. I need to get yes. you in the mindset of things going wrong and how are we going to attack the situations? Because that is what I've been stressing about. You in a crisis, sleep deprived, hungover, like how, how are we going to be? Talk to me.
0: Okay, so it's funny you say this because I was actually just going to say the same thing. I do not perform well under things going wrong and me having no sleep or, like anything like that, I'm really sensitive. And I know, I've traveled with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's me and Charlie, just I'll just snap at her for no reason, just because I'm tired. Anyway, so I'm, I'm self aware this trip. Like mm. the first step is being self aware. So I feel like if I get like that, I'll just take myself aside. Yeah, just-
1: I feel like you used to not know this about yourself. and now you know i i I think the main thing i thought for you is you need to know when you're getting in a mood and isolate yourself (laughs) go into
0: isolation no seriously quarantine i think think i've done like i've been pretty good at this i'm pretty self-aware i sound like a horrible person to travel (laughs) with but i promise you i am fun but i just like I need to recharge sometimes with my alone time and I'm just that kind of person. So I, even when I went to Hawaii and Bali last year, like I would go take myself on a walk myself and still do like my like thing for a little bit or just, you know, go on my phone in my room for a bit and just like recharge. And But the girls that I'm going with are kind of like that too. So it's kind of like we're all on the same page except the one thing that I'm really nervous about is Ibiza. <laughs> what, because it's big party? yeah so we fly in at we're only there for three nights this is before Mallorca, so you could i could be a shell of a human but we soldier on i fly in at 10 p.m we fly into ibiza we have tickets to fisher that starts at 11 p.m until 6 a.m yeah and then the next day or the day after we have calvin harris at Ishwash or something uh apparently there's two like big nightclubs in ibiza high and Ishwasha. i don't know how to say it i'm definitely butchering and then the next day we fly to majorca so i am not and there's a day in between there that we'll be doing something i'm just not a backer opera, like i think okay when
1: people do these trips you need to get in your mind this is a once in a lifetime of, i mean obviously you can do it more than once but like the amount of money you're paying for this experience you need to have positive vibes or don't go
0: yeah 100 no, percent. no and that's what my mindset is like i'm so excited like i have I feel like this is the year, like we spoke about, I think two weeks ago on the podcast, like I've never felt more ready for a trip. Like usually this stuff would give me anxiety, but like I'm so ready to go and have fun. So I will see you in Mallorca in literally almost a week and a bit. I mean, a month and a bit. Actually, funny you say
1: that you are only just ready for this trip because I couldn't agree more. Not that I'm doing a Europe trip, but I think if I had have done a Europe trip, 18 19 20 I would have wasted that opportunity
0: I think we just wouldn't have appreciated it I wasn't like worldly enough to kind of like understand how exciting it is and like and actually make the most out of it and I feel like I just would have been a little rogue or rat bag (laughs) yeah same and I
1: just don't think I was like grateful enough to know the value of my money and like how, how like kind of really appreciate how much money even like our bali trip okay however much it cost us i feel like now i would be so grateful to just go on a holiday and i it just felt like i wasn't as appreciative
0: yeah i feel like it's because we like uh we feel like we've earned it like we do work hard we do like it's all all self-funded and like i don't know if it would have been back then but like it is a lot of money to spend on a trip so it feels like you've kind of earned it it's your own money you i
1: even use my own money for the valley trip but i just felt like money was monopoly money back then because of the th- the things i spent it on and it's like now you actually have bills so it's like bills or a holiday so you really appreciate the value of the money
0: yeah no 100 percent. that's what i mean like you have like other priorities that aren't just holidays like i feel like back then we were just like yes let's go away like we Life's have no a movie. responsibility Literally, but, yeah, so I'm really happy that, like, we're both, you're living over there, I'm coming to travel, you're doing some travel, so I feel like we're in a good – a good place. Don't mind me just quickly interrupting like I do best to tell you guys about our sponsor which is my own swim and resort wear brand LA. I don't know about you but I love spending the day at the beach but I don't love the effort of then having to go home, get changed and go out. So we created LA to take that stress away to help you go straight from the beach to the bar to sip on your favourite cocktail. LA is made and designed right here in Australia from premium recycled fabrics with sustainability always at the forefront. I have a very exclusive code for our 20s girls which is 220s in capitals and we'll give you 10% off full price items. Shh, don't tell Liv. And with that, let's keep chatting. This episode kind of, after all of that, I kind of did want to chat about something that I listened to a podcast, I think it was like two weeks ago now. um, And on the back of your wedding episode as well, Charlie, not putting a dampener on it or anything, but I know it can make people feel a certain type of way when you see people like getting engaged on Facebook or having a baby or getting married or getting a really big promotion or like doing really well in their career. And like, you kind of sit back and think, oh, I'm not doing that or like, I haven't reached that yet. And it's this thing called milestone anxiety. And I don't think that, I never knew that it had a name because I've definitely felt it before, but I never knew that like, it was like a thing. And then I listened to this podcast and it actually stems from, which I'm sure you may be able to relate, Charlie, the term milestone anxiety actually stems from parents worrying about their children not reaching certain milestones by a certain age, like developmental milestones. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it's come from, but now it's been used in the term of like, out, out, like through all of your life. So have you ever experienced milestone anxiety, Charlie? Do you know much about it? Yeah, I didn't know it stemmed from, uh, you know, children reaching their
1: milestones. I, well, firstly, um, as you mentioned that, I think when Bambi was first born in those first 6 to 12 months, I definitely was kind of checking that she was reaching that. They give you like a handout and say they need to reach this, by this and this, and I definitely was checking that. I felt like I was so on top of doing activities to, for her to reach those milestones And now I just, I really don't put any, any pressure on it. So that's just how I feel about that particular situation. But the one thing I feel I have felt a lot of milestone anxiety just within society is to have a second baby, to have a second baby within that two year age gap. And I actually, maybe a few months ago, saw someone who had a baby the same age um, the same time I had Bambi announced that they're expecting their second and I immediately felt oh my gosh should I be you know starting to think about a second baby um, but honestly Josh and I often have this conversation when I say you know the age gap's getting bigger and bigger and he said it doesn't matter at all the age gap doesn't equate to how close the siblings are going to be and we have truly, truly decided we will not start trying for another baby until we can give that second baby our whole energy and time and really give them our all. And right now we're not at that point where, you know, we're living overseas, we're getting married there. Um, That's our agenda for this year. So... I think my milestone anxiety will be really different to what you have milestone anxiety about. So I'd love to hear what are things that give you anxiety and how do you cope with them and take that pressure off yourself?
0: Yeah, so I it's crazy because like you feel like I have milestone anxiety about certain things, you have milestone anxiety about completely different things. But hearing you say that, I'm like, that is so true because I feel like I feel like it's changing a lot. It's it's the the age that we're in because our Families back then, like I know you have an older brother who's two years older than you or a year older than you. My sister's two years older than me, and I feel like it was so common back then to have babies like consecutively like that. But I feel like it's changing, and I think that's where that milestone anxiety comes from in that sense because, like, you see those families that the kids are all really close in age, but. I think that's a really good point you make and I'm sure a lot of mums do actually feel that too because I feel like I would feel that if I was a mum as well. And even just to have a second baby like is if like some people may not want to have a second baby like they're okay with having one baby and yeah so I think that's a really good point that you brought up because I've personally never thought about it but it's made me think like you you're married you have a baby I'm not married yet Dal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm getting bored. I meant engaged. You have a baby and those are things that i want and like maybe i get anxiety over Mm -hmm. um which i definitely have in the past and i still do it's not something i really like struggle with a lot but i think just being a girl single in your 20s seeing all your friends kind of in relationships or that kind of stuff. I think my main thing that I ever get milestone anxiety about is relationships and like marriage, children, that kind of thing. Like career right? wise, I feel really blessed that I in what I'm doing and I feel really happy with that. Um, but and I know a lot of people would maybe look at me or you or other people and have a really good relationship but like feel like they're not thriving in their career or not where they want to be in their career. But milestone anxiety is like it only comes from like external pressure like society's pressures that we've made up that is certain milestones you have to hit. like even as a a young girl when you're like oh sorry I'm getting hot in this room (laughs) this milestone (laughs) anxiety is setting you off honestly it's making me have anxiety but I I feel like when I was a little girl and we've spoken about it before being like oh my god I want to be married and have a kid by this age I'm pretty sure that age for me was 24. I'm 24 this year (laughs) and like, I want to be a young mom and like, and all of that kind of stuff. And that happens for some people like you, Charlie, like that is, but then I look back at my life. I'm like, I couldn't have done the things the past couple of years if I did do that. And that's just not my path. So I always have to remind myself that like, yes, I may not be hitting that milestone that I put pressure on myself when I was younger. Like I'm hitting other ones that I may not have even had when I was younger.
1: Yeah, that's that's such a good point. And I was speaking to a friend the other day and she was saying, I just want to get married. I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. And earlier in the conversation she had said to me, it was a Sunday, she said, oh, I'm so looking forward to today. I'm just going to clean the house, relax, have an early night, watch a movie And I said to her, I am so jealous of your Sunday, you know, I have something that you want, but I am also so jealous of the freedom that you have today and everything you get to do. So I said to her, we need to just remind myself, remind ourselves of how lucky we are to have what we have and things will always come. You know, I'm going to get freedom in about 20 years when my kids move out and you know, I'll have that time and, and she'll have that time of hopefully having a baby and having all those things that she wants. And I think what we all forget to do is to live in the moment because one day, I promise you, Abby, you will look back and go far out. How good was when I had no responsibility, well, like obviously you've got work, but little, little responsibility and could sleep.
0: You know, you were sick today. You could sleep in and relax in bed. Exactly. And that's what I always remind myself is like, like I think we live such different lives and I think we sometimes catch ourselves complaining about something that the other person wants, like, like, and I think we need it. We're good at checking ourselves in that aspect. Not saying you can't be like upset about it, but it's good to like, kind of have perspective on that. And like, you're right. I have hardly any responsibilities. Like I have to pay rent, not um, <laughs> so put a roof in my head, but, I am going to. I never want to look back, like you said, and be like, "Okay, you wasted that time of your life because you were so you're wishing away the days where you like wanted at that next stage." And I also listened to something which I thought was great advice, and this is just in terms of like a relationship, but like it's something I've been channeling: live today as if you're gonna find like the love of your life tomorrow. Oh. Like, you want to, I want to have my, this is why I'm so excited for Europe. Like, I want to have my single girlfriend. I want to do all that and because I don't want to look back because I feel like that's something I need to experience. Not everyone mm. needs to experience, but I feel like I need to experience that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a great quote or a great piece of advice for your single girls out there.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good quote. Another one that I always think of when we have these conversations is the, I'll be happy when, you know, everyone's saying, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when this happens, this happens. And I have caught myself doing that a couple times or a few times throughout my life. And I actually was thinking about this yesterday. I've, I've always wanted a king bed. I said to Josh, when we have a king bed, we've made it because I just think a king bed is so bloody deluxe. And I ordered a bed and I accidentally got the sizes or I was meant to order a queen and a king arrived. And I remember, firstly, Josh was like, that was no accident. He purposely did that. (laughs) Anyhow, and we've got the king bed now. And now I said to Josh, I want a super king. And I'm just like, hang on a second. All my life I've said to Josh, I'll be happy when we have a king bed. Like, I just, how good is that extra space? And now I'm saying I want a super king. Who do I think I am? Why? Why am I always moving the bar? Because you guys wouldn't even touch it. You wouldn't even See him if you're in a Super King bed. Well, the reason I wanted it is because if Bambi's ever sick, you know, I wanna bring be able to bring her in the bed and I'll still all get a good sleep. Um, so I don't know why the Super King's just an extra length on the bottom now, I think. Honestly, it's just it's just me being absurd. And it's the a prime example of I'll be happy when. We're forever moving the bar and then we're never happy. So I I'll be happy in a double bed, okay? <laughs> take me back <laughs> josh we're going in a single because i am being grateful no matter what
0: no i think they i think there is a term for it i think it's called destination happiness and that's so true because we're always saying i will be happy when i do this i will be happy when i get this amount of money in my bank account i will be happy when i find this relationship and i catch myself doing all the time I said I would be happy when I move out. And uh, don't get me wrong, I am so happy. But like, you need to look back on the things that you have done and you have, and I know there's a, fuck, we're full of quotes today. Someone shut us up. (laughs) (laughs) What's your quote? There's there's a quote that said like, um, just like, I'm gonna butcher this completely, but your younger self would be so proud of where you are right now. Or like,
1: (laughs) we are doing the quotes today.
0: Or dreamed about where you are right now like this was like a goal of yours whether that be tiny a tiny goal or a big goal so I feel like we just need to be grateful <laughs> if you got anything those quotes and it's also just having perspective I feel like having perspective on like your life everyone's on their different path we say it a million times but I just thought that I would touch on that because I know I don't know if like, the wedding episode brought up anything for anyone out there. I know everyone loved it, but, like, it is – it's just, like, you know what actually instilled this in me is I was on Facebook and Facebook is, like – I feel like you always have Facebook friends are like, from ages ago, like, from school. Like, you don't – like, and you know how you have buddies in school? Like yeah. Like, when you're in your – and you have, like, a kindergarten? Mm. My buddy is pregnant. Yeah, so
1: she's about, like, six years older than you.
0: No, oh, i the older one.
1: Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair. She's like six years older than you. So she's six years younger than you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. So you were like, hang on a second. I was like, hold on, what world am I in right now? And so that kind of kicked this into gear for me. I was like, what am I doing? I started spiraling. I was like, I? <laughs>
1: you know what i feel like that like my buddy who's six years older than me probably saw when i was pregnant and was like gosh that is a bit young love
0: you probably did that to her oh (sighs) Oh, that is funny i thought that was anyway i just wanted to touch on that if you do feel like if you do have that it is called something it is a thing and you are valid in feeling like that
1: i was having a conversation with another friend gosh i'm a chatterbox this week and um I was like to her okay if you got given like okay a million dollars okay what would you spend your money on and she was like easy travel I would use it all up to travel and I was so taken back by that mind you she doesn't have any kids that makes plenty of sense for her but my 100 percent obvious answer is a family home family home family home and she was gobsmacked that that's what I would use all of my money on. And it was just a prime example of how different our wants are based off our current circumstances. What would you spend your million?
0: on? That's a great question. I think I would spend it on on a house, like on my like put it towards my dream home. And isn't it sad even- that a Millie would just Get us a two-bedroom unit I, in Sydney. I'm like, yeah, I was like put it towards towards my, my dream my dream one-bedroom apartment. You know what? I've been it's a smashing selling Sunset, and I'm like, wow, to be this rich is like,
1: babe, it's,
0: it's a reality
1: show. They're not actually those houses are show houses. They're on about four shows on Netflix.
0: Okay, yes, but they're still they still exist, and to have that, house <laughs> oh yeah, 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 be insane, but.
1: Um, what was I going to say on the back of that? Oh, yeah, you're a million. Yeah, so you're, you're buying a, an apartment.
0: Yeah, a one-bedroom apartment in Sydney.
1: Gosh, what? Are, you know what? The cost of living in Sydney, I, I can't, I can't. I, how are you surviving?
0: I'm not. I'm barely surviving. Honestly, it's actually, like, a bit scary because especially with having a business as well. Sorry to put a damper on everyone's mood, after just laughing so much. Especially having a business too, everyone's disposable income is like decreasing. Like people are like being Mm. very wary of where they spend money because, you know, the cost of living is rising at an exponential rate over here. Mm. And so it is scary having a a business, a small business as well, because like, you know, people- You need to put your prices up, but people cannot afford anything more exactly so that's what we struggle with like as well but anyway that's a conversation for another day what i wanted to tell you you know i haven't even told you this but i'm going to tell you now because it's not happening um great
1: can't wait to hear this thing that's not
0: happening um so i had i got approached about a tv show and can you can you tell us the name i can't it's an overseas one um i don't know if you'll know it i feel like you would you would it's so it's a reality tv show but it's anyway they're coming to sydney and they were trying to you know find people and i had a meeting with their like casting people over zoom and i was like it wasn't even something that i like i was like oh i don't really know if i want to do this and then I had a meeting and then they kept calling me and stuff and I've just ghosted <laughs> because
1: I did. Gosh, I would feel so nervous you going on that because I, I know how reality TV can be twisted.
0: Yeah, and I I only – I didn't think it was going to be a full interview. They were just like – um, they reached out to me and then they reached through a management that I work with too and they're like, would love to just like have a chat with Abby, but it was like a full interview, like asking me all these questions about relationships and like boyfriends and like, and I was just like, oh my god! Imagine your dirty laundry being aired on national television. I know. You know what? It it did cross my mind. Like it isn't. It isn't like one ones in Australia where it's like all trashy and that. Like it's quite like. Mm. Um, but no offense to the ones in Australia, but it's just not for me. Reality TV is just not for me. Mm-hmm. My anxiety says. That. Yeah, I would feel very nervous and protective if you did that.
1: What What reality show would you go on? If I had to go on one? I don't
0: know. What would you go on? Big Brother, for sure Big Brother. I feel like everyone says that, but I also feel like I'd be terrible at it. The challenges or just... I think I would just... Don't they, like, they hardly feed you? Like, you have to get, like, me oh, hungry. Oh, yes. You could not... They would get some absolute clips of you. Like, I would just be look like the devil. So I don't even know if I could do that. But...
1: I think, yeah, they get you having a couple of outbursts. I'll tell you who would be so good on Big Brother. Josh. He would be so good because he'd be good at the challenges, but also he's just... A good people's person. He would be so good. And you know what? Tegan nearly went on it. I'm interrupting this conversation for a very good reason because I know something that will stop you feeling overwhelmed by the chaos in your life. Organized by Charlie is my brand that aims to transform people's lives through organization and wellness and we now are offering both physical and digital products. I've been through a few periods of chaos and unhappiness in my life and I've found that my products really bring order and motivation into my daily life. We basically never offer discounts but I have a special code for you guys of course. The code is two 20s for 10% off, and you can see all of the details in our show notes every single week.
0: Just quickly wanted to uh, touch on, which is all over my TikTok for you page. Has anyone seen the updates of Apple or the iOS, whatever, or like- I have. I wrote, like, I was like, you sent me one and then, which is perfect for us. If you haven't seen voice notes now, they actually dictate it for you. If you can't listen to it right there and then, so it'll come up on the screen.
1: Unreal. It's, I'm sure
0: it's a spelling mistake. Like I'm sure there'll be some dictation errors. <laughs> but yes. Oh my gosh. You know how we talk like just super slang. Gosh, I'd love hmm. to see what Apple
1: comes out with with our conversations.
0: That would actually be funny. But one I actually really thought was a really good feature that they're bringing out is the check-in. Did you see that? No. It's like it's kind of like a. What, Tell me when you get home safely kind of thing and it um, gives you their estimated time of arrival to like your friend if you haven't reached it by a certain time it says oh abby is two minutes late um just giving you a little or uh, a little warning and then if it's like abby hasn't reached because it's on your maps as well like abby hasn't reached your, her destination um in 15 like in the time frame yeah. Um, this is a critical warning and there's like certain kind of warning you can just like try. I know you have five of my friends, but it actually like gives you alert. I don't know when this comes out, but in Europe, that would be so good. Yeah, that is so helpful, especially for single people. 100%. What feature did you see?
1: I saw that if you try to FaceTime someone and then they don't answer, you can leave a little message, which is so handy, especially like, for example, when I FaceTime you and I miss, i can be like, hey, just calling to have a stupid call. Nothing serious.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because usually when you get a missed call from someone or a missed FaceTime, you're like, you're like, oh, uh, hey, like, is everything all right? Like, what's up? Or also no one checks their voicemail. Like, I'm not checking a voicemail. Like, I'm not sitting there listening to your voicemail. No one's leaving I'm a voicemail. I'm listening to your voice. I listen to voicemails. Really? Who leaves a voicemail but a <laughs> FaceTime? If I'm seeing a FaceTime voicemail, I'm all for it. It's so
1: good if you're like, You screen people's calls. You don't want to talk to them, but you do want to know why
0: they're calling. 100% exactly right. Is Apple making is more antisocial and... You know what? On the back of that, there was one more feature that I saw that I thought could be very handy for single people like me. It's called name drop. So you know how you can airdrop? Yeah. So instead of airdrop, put your phones like that and it just, like you're like, you have like a profile and it comes up on the other person's phone. a photo your number and all that and they can save
1: it (laughs) can i tell you what i thought this was going to be i thought you were going to say it will like send to your friends all the people that you've been with so you guys don't double up (laughs) apple if you're listening please bring that out (laughs) so if you like want to see if you guys are seeing the same guy or someone's trying to do something
0: shady it will be like oh 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 my god i love how your mind went there no it's not that unfortunately but i was hoping that like i don't know if this is how it works but like imagine like seeing a cute guy on the street and like trying to like trying to tap his phone to see what his name is.
1: like oh sorry i just dropped my phone on yours and i just captured all your details i'll text you later bye wait what if like there's creeps though that sometimes like somehow capture all your information i think my mind's running a little bit wild and i
0: feel like you both have to be on the name drop right okay okay uh holy i was about to say holy wait we can swear holy shit (laughs) Um, i'm an adult i can do what i want we have been i've loved this episode because we have just been rambling for so long so sorry everyone if you're sick of us but i want to wrap up pep talk take it away abs i'm nearly 23 and my boyfriend and i have been together for nearly four years my dad isn't supportive of us getting married but both his parents are and my mom is we want to go ahead anyway but don't want to hinder the relationship with my dad any advice or words of encouragement would be great
1: okay love to know why the dad doesn't agree with her secondly you guys have been together oh because of the age okay um Hmm, it's very hard for me to comment on this considering I am 23, engaged, have a baby, and I'm getting married because you know I'm going to say go for it. But yeah, it definitely adds a layer of difficulty because you want to maintain your relationship. I think the thing is, when you get engaged, doesn't necessarily mean you're getting married the next day. You know, some people have longer engagements. So potentially if you get engaged by the time the actual wedding comes around, he will be okay with it. Yeah, I definitely say go for it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think also, um, what I would what would hinder my decision is what your relationship is like with your dad. Like are you really close with your dad? Um, and like, yeah, like you want your dad to have your blessing. Like I don't I know it's outdated whether your dad walks you down the aisle or whatever, but that's obviously something that lot of girls want um so i feel like maybe just having an open conversation i think a lot of parents can kind of dismiss younger love not saying it's young love but younger love um but maybe just having a really open conversation with you your family and his family like all sitting down and kind of having a chat about it and seeing like seeing if your mom or their parents can kind of talk some not sense but like see your side
1: yeah see your perspective
0: and like charlie said like you don't have to get married tomorrow like you could get engaged and that could be good for now and then talk about getting married in a couple years so i mean but if you're happy you're in love and this is what you want like there's no age limit on that so i would say go for it as well but maybe try and have a conversation first about it
1: yeah definitely great advice abs
0: thanks all right guys i think that's enough of us rambling on for this week thank you so much for listening and please download our episodes and join our facebook group if you're not in it already and
1: everything is in the description box thank you so much guys ciao ciao